What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 185. And Vito is finally yeah, back. Everybody know, everybody know, everybody know it's your boy Vito. I'm back. Man, I'm just good to be back, man. Yeah. I hate being gone. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're making a want to do right, Lou. Yeah, dumb it down. <laughs> dumb it down. Well, I've been bumping, feeling a little stupid, dude. <laughs> dude, I've been bumping the I mean, hell. It's kind of Josh. For real, I've been bumping the fuck out of Lupe Fiasco's uh, The Cool album. Uh, the Dumb It Down song has been stuck in my head. So if you've never heard that album from Lupe Fiasco, uh, definitely check it out. I was surprised. I think we we found out on the podcast that it only went platinum after all this time, which is a million sold. Ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, the Dumb It Down record has been stuck in my head all week. I've been I have bumping. A f- I have a feeling that's that's bullshit. Yeah, like, that's I, co- I felt the label maybe just froze it there. Like, Yeah, it's conspiracy. Some shit's yeah. going on with that. Like the, There's no way one million only. No like way. like we talked about before the podcast started, we are talking about this outside of it. Lupe is the only one to get anonymous, which is a hacker group that is like for the people. That's the He's the only rapper to get them involved when it comes to releasing his album. So he was having issues with Atlantic Records. I covered it on What Happened to Lupe Fiasco, the video I did. Uh, he was having issues with releasing his, I believe it was his third studio album, Lasers, with Atlantic Records. And they didn't want to release it. So then fans came and protested outside. And then Anonymous jumped in and was like, hey, they're threatening Atlanta Records with a lot of different stuff. Finally, the album came out and actually birthed his highest charting single ever. The show goes on, which was number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. I remember Superstar days, was number yeah. nine. Yeah, so. And then Words I Never Said, which is another single that is dope. But yeah, I've been bumping the cool and then the Dumb and Down record. I've been bumping yeah. the hell. I love that track. I don't know why. And it's speaking speaking facts, so. That's why a lot of music has been dumbed down for our for our consumption for simple. Really? Now it's just begun because we're watching the creeping video to the remix mm-hmm. with Diddy. Yeah, we're talking. I was talking about how now a lot of rappers don't have like women on their hooks singing like R and B love stuff. Now it's just like if you do a love song, you get you get laughed at, and it's like you're a simp, you're a sucker for doing it. Like. Now it's all about fuck bitches, and the women are like, oh, we're boss bitches, and we're shaking our ass, and fucked all the men, blah, blah, blah. That's all the music is now. It hasn't gone, like, there's no balance anymore. It's no R&B. R&B's gone. Like, you can barely hear R&B anymore either. You got Chris yeah. Brown doing his thing a little bit. Uh, what was it? Uh, Rod Wave is another one that's, that, that's been killing his uh, R&B, but, like, it's it's not really out there like it used to be. No, no way. Which is a sad, sad state of affairs when it comes to music. Yeah, hip-hop but. has changed, man. Really hasn't. It's become like R and B and hip hop mixed, so it's not even hip hop anymore. It's just R and B pop. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it, but that's what I'm saying. And the the early two thousand, that nineties, two thousand, early two thousands. Th- there's a lot of people that still just go back to listen to that music. Period. Like I got friends that just will only listen to that. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I you know, try they to don't listen. listen to new shit at all. I try I'm to like, listen. Why? Yeah, Give I try it. to listen to newer artists too, but it's it's sometimes hard, man. Sometimes the shit is just garbage. Yeah, it's just. So I'm not trying to sound like, and that does sound like an old head when you say that. You sound like you're an old head. You're a hater. There's a lot of newer artists that I love a lot, um, but a lot of it I just can't get into. So, you know what was interesting? Uh, Alonzo was always giving us podcast ideas. Shout out to him uh, if he's listening. Yeah, Which he up. usually always is. Shout out to him. <laughs> but he he asked me what what's your what would be your dream Fifty Cent album? So I was thinking we should just make dream albums of every artist that we want to in the future. I think that would be a great uh great kind of idea. Like how do you 
your dream album. Let's just say 50 said, hey, you can make an album for me. You can do whatever you want for this album. I'll right. give you one. You just let, tell me what you want to do. Hey, I want these features. I want these producers. Oh, stuff like you that. Know, okay, yeah, gotcha. and that's your dream. Yeah. yeah, that's your dream album. From that would artist. be dope. So I already had I already had my list for fifties. I I responded immediately and I gave my my. What do you think? I What do you think I said? I'll give you mine right now. Probably fifty Eminem on a record. Game fifty. No, no. He said and this is this is actually interesting. What he said. He said don't put anybody G in it. Like no G in the future since he's pretty much done with them and he's not gonna work with game. Let's be realistic. Like what your what fifty oh, okay. would do. That's what I said. So I said ten to fifty. 10 to 16 tracks maximum. Nothing more than 16, nothing less than 10. It's been a while, man. So doesn't matter. Yeah. Even if you extend albums, they always sound bad. There's always going to be like... All right, facts. So let's 10 to 12. 16 tracks max. So let's just say 16 tracks. Oh. Features for me would be Kevin Gates. Yeah. J. Cole. Oof. Drake. Oh, my God. Eminem. Oof. Key Glock. Young and Ace. And then Pusha T. Dang, that's a nasty album. Yeah, I would like those features. That's a <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I can't imagine Fifty and Kevin Gates would be fire. Fifty and J Cole, they did a track together. Fifty was only on the hook, so I want them like you know. Fifty and Kendrick already did a song together. Fifty yeah. and Pusha, I don't know. That would be fire. Really? Bro. Yeah, Pusha Pusha's got got the gangsta bars in him too. Uh, Young yeah. and Ace because he's newer and I like his gangsta style. He's got the R and B slash gangsta. I like his style. Key Glock would just fit in. I feel like right with Fifty. Uh, and he's a fan of Fifty as well, so it would work. Yeah, Drake and Fifty, obviously. I wanna, I would love to hear what that sounds like. I would but, like to hear Fifty and NBA Youngboy too. Yeah, and but, Fifty and Burr, man, too. Oh my God, that would be like a dream country. Just money. That's shit. you, like, yeah. Just, yeah. just like a record with money. <laughs> but for me, them. that those are so all. I, all I want is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven features. Out of sixteen tracks, seven seven of them have features. You didn't put an Eminem on there. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Producers. Now, this is where it got really interesting for Ooh. me. And I care more about this than I care about the features because the producers is what sets the, really the album. So I put Sunny Digital because they did I'm the Man, and that's yeah. I think they can work something really well together. Metro Boomin. You should put a limit to that. Only like three producers. Nah, nah. Why, why would you want three I mean, producers on an album? Just whatever you whatever you right, want. Give right, it, sorry, yeah. man. Okay. Sunny Digital, Metro Boomin, Dr. Dre, of course, T-Minus, Alchemist, Havoc, 40, Eminem, Red Spider, Hit Boy, Jake One, and Sean Money XL. I mean, you put like all the top producers. Not really. Yeah. I'm missing quite a few. Yeah, but those. I mean, I'm just putting the ones that I. Yeah, that would be a that would be a ridiculously good album. Yeah, but but I think sometimes I think like when you put too many producers and too many artists, it can get a little bit messed up too. That I mean, like I said, yeah. I only put I only put what seven features. And producers, it doesn't matter. It just it, whatever fits the style, like however you want the style to be. Yeah. So I don't think producers really matter. You could you could listen. There's albums that have like damn near every track is a different producer. What would be dope is on the album you would get literally like everything. You would get gangster. You would get trap. That's what I'm saying. Get, I, I yeah. want. I mainly what I want. If you if it was really really one million percent without sales. If I'm not looking at any of that, um, I want fifty on this album to do an, more about his personal life. I want a personal fifty album. We've never gotten that. Like an with album. Those features. Yeah, with those features. Would, I think they could get that done. That would be dope. I think they get that done. Now, a few of these tracks would probably be like pop or gangster records, which is fine because you need that in the album. You kind of balance, but you know, I think Kevin Gates would bring out like the 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 more aggressive fifty, yeah. and it would be more like Kevin Gates could also put reality because he puts a lot of reality raps to his shit. Sure does. And then J Cole would do the same thing. Drake would probably do, you know, something like that. He'll make that shit number one. 
Eminem, <laughs> and Eminem and Fifty would do their oh thing as God. usual. Key Glock, you know, he would he would get his 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 in, and I would like mm-hmm. the way Key Glock would come. Young and Ace, of course, and then Pusha T. So, damn, that's me it was mainly producers, but that was my like when when he asked that, I just thought of it fairly quickly. Uh, they said, "Holy shit, you described heaven." <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> so. Up. But yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come up with ideas. I mean, that's not my like. That's like off the top of my head. That's what I thought of immediately. Maybe we can next time we do the podcast, we'll have the official. And we'll even I want to even make like an artwork and a design for it, put it up on Instagram. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, it's just it's a nice like. I, I'm gonna do that. I, I think you know what I'm gonna do. I I got an idea. I'm not gonna say it on ah, here. We'll hear ah, about it. We'll hear about it later. Boss. But I'm, I got an idea that I really want to do. I got Officer Ricky in my car. Yeah, if I did a Rick Rock, no, I'll do even. I'll do even. A, William Roberts album. It's gonna be titled William Roberts, though. That's the album. I would like to hear Fifty and William Roberts. <laughs> nah, that would be dope. Motherfuckers on a track. Nah, it doesn't matter, man. It's nah. Just get rid of all the <laughs> dissing, hating each other. Just make a good song. This is my dream, man. The yeah. Fuck? All right. No, if, if we let shit, if we had no limits, no, no. If we had no limits, I would want Fifty and Ja Rule on the New York record. That's what I would have loved. You can't like and there's too I, many. Like I this Yeah, I think so I think just I what's reality. Like if you brought fifty right now and said, Hey, he said, I'll do an album for you. If it's reality then you gotta let go of Jaw and Bose. Yeah, he's not gonna do Ross, he's not gonna do game, he's not gonna do Ja. He's not gonna do an album with Banks or track with Banks. He's done with him. So there's you know, you got Yayo, you got Eminem, those are the only two like that are from the past that he'll do music with. That's all I think. You know, obviously Dre too, but like I'm talking about like G unit and Shady and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, no, I feel Anyways, speaking of legendary stuff, Tupac. Tupac. Tupac has been, uh, Tupac's estate has officially authorized a biography coming in uh, 2023. So let's go over the article. Tupac's official authorized biograph has been announced and it's hitting shelves later this year. The rapper's estate announced an imminent arrival of Tupac Shakur, the authorized biograph. Biograph. How do you pronounce it? Biography or biograph? Biograph, biopic, autopic, or all this. I don't have to look at. I gotta look. I don't it. have to look because I think I'm saying it wrong. Bio. Let me see how you pronounce it. I, I hate when I don't say shit right. That's dope though. Yeah. Tupac's far. back. Tupac's back. Biography. Yeah, biography. Bio. <laughs> Let's see how serious it. What is this? Why is this not? Biography, yeah. biography. Yeah, that's what I was, I was saying. Biography. Oh, <laughs> biography. Why am I? How did I? Yeah, what the? Fuck? Just, you need. Yeah, today is just drink a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, uh, bi biography, biography. How am I fucking this? Because huh. I'm I'm thinking of autobiography, and then my mind this is like biography. So, anyways, uh, the rapper's estate announced the imminent, imminent arrival to Pac Shakur's authorized biography this week, which is written by Pac's childhood friend author and screenwriter Stacy Robinson. Nice. It serves as the only estate-proved book chronicling the life of the late rap legend and is set to hit shelves on October 24th, 2023. So, uh... It's the right person for that. Yeah, Stacy Robinson, author and screenwriter who knew Tupac during his adolescence and who was entrusted by his late mother, Afini Shakur, to write his biography, peels back the myths and unpacks the complexities that have shadowed his existence. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, yeah. When they say it was released? October 24th this year. This year. Nice. So, yeah, hopefully from there, 
Because usually when they write books, movies come out. An official movie, because the Tupac movie's been ass, bro. Yeah. They've been terrible. They, they've they ruined Tupac's like, legacy. Same with that. Uh, what was that movie? I didn't like it at all. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's a garbage yeah. Tupac movie. That's the one you're talking about. Yeah. They had a hookah. 50 pointed out. They had a hookah in the I actual. I remember when you said that. Like, yeah. yeah 50 actually, they didn't have no hookahs back then. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, so that's what I mean. It's that type of it's <laughs> sheer How laziness. How did nobody notice that? Sheer laziness. No, there's a lot of, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of movies. And scenes where they don't notice something, it's there. You know what's funny when we're watching Who Am I? Yeah. You know, towards the end of the movie, when he's, or no. When, Talking about Jackie Chan's Who Am I? Yeah, Who Am I, Jackie Chan movie. You know where the part when he says, he screams, Who Am I? Mm-hmm. You know, in the thing he's standing? Yeah. Under there, you know, you know how you saw how there was like an entrance to go inside. Yeah. There was a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that? Yeah, yeah. He was trying to hide. He yeah, like, oh, it's shit. so dumb. Yeah, like, when I saw that when I was a kid, I was like, "What the hell is going on? Yeah. Why are you hiding, cuz?" Yeah, but I noticed this time, and I was like, "Oh <laughs> shit, I bet." Yeah, how the fuck can they just not reveal? <laughs> like they just put it out, like. Fucking let him get a little famous <laughs> for that scene. I mean, nobody's gonna really notice like that. I did. Shit, I mean, yeah, right away. yeah, but I mean, I don't know. There's a lot it's of. It's funny how he's like, he's just there, and then he, I think he, somebody tells him like, woo, woo, and then he's just like, yeah, yeah. To like hide away, <laughs> but he can't. It's too late. <laughs> oh, that shit was hilarious. Yeah, there's these these fucking movies sometimes. Are, Watch it again, you'll see. It's pretty I think funny. What, what was it? The Walking Dead, I think it was. And they had like they're 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 doing like a time of like 1970s or some shit. Mm-hmm. And, like somebody had like a modern like Pepsi or it was like a product that was modern there. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> what the fuck? Like that's not what it was. And they didn't yeah. pick up on it. And they're like, what is going on here? So you get How you get hell they you just miss shit, bro. There's so many people there that are just doing so much shit that you, sometimes you just miss it. Yeah, probably because reshooting scenes cost money too. Bro. That too and time and and if they so got it, they mainly look at the actor. If the actor got it right, that scene. It yeah, just is what it is. It's everything like, else is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe who will? Yeah. And he got that so right. Yeah, they're just like, Couldn't whatever. scream no more. And plus, yeah. back then, they didn't have drones, so a helicopter was coming around. That cost a lot of money to be yeah, flying that true. bitch around. Yeah, that's what a helicopter when I seen. Yeah, so. And uh, that guy was funny, though, hiding. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I hope they make an actual Tupac movie that's good, man, because he deserves that, definitely, for his legacy. They got a right Biggie movie that came out in 2006. It was perfect. They should have been released a good Pac movie. And the NWA movie was not that good either. I enjoyed it. I liked it. For real? Yeah, it was perfect. I think, I think it, was it was all right. It got it got great reviews. I think everybody enjoyed it. So, um, shit, Shug Knight killed somebody on the set of that. So yeah, fucked up. Uh, Nipsey Hussle's kids. Oh, oh man! Shout out to them. Shout um, out to Nipsey Hussle's kids. Man. They have officially been given ownership of the Marathon Clothing Store. Nice. So. Officially, a, a fourteen-year-old is richer than I can ever fathom in my life. No, I'm wow. just like, but yeah, I what uh, took so long for them them to get ownership. It's just paperwork. I'm Probably. sure the, the ex, you know, exes getting involved, and you know, who yeah, knows? Yeah, shit like that. A lot of stuff. It's an estate. It deals with a lot of millions, multi-millions coming in. It's like you gotta, you know, get it done the right way. Uh, so let's go over another quote. Uh, Nipsey was all about ownership before his tragic passing, and his children have now been given a chance at entrepreneurship with their own marathon clothing brick-and-mortar store. On Wednesday, March 15th, Black Sam, Nip's brother and business partner, opened up about the business venture with Earn Your Leisure. Sam noted the business move would help set Nip's children up for the future and allow them to experience ownership. He continued saying the acquisition will help reinforce the value of owning real estate and property with Nip's kids, which is especially critical considering all the ups and downs associated with the business world. When I say we own it, it's in Hustle's kid's name. This is something their father worked for, 
and that they own. And that's important to me also. Just having a brick and mortar once again reinforce what Hustle told us and taught us. Whether you're shit booming online or not, just have that brick and mortar and being able to pass it down through the family I think is important. So Nipsey, uh, uh, Black Sam, Nipsey's brother, revealed that Nipsey had a plan to open up 10, 10 stores in all strategic locations like Atlanta, all the popping locations. And every time he would drop an album, 100,000 physical copies would ship to each um, store of the album. Nice. That way a million copies shipped and going, 1 million percent. Yeah. And whoever comes there can purchase direct CD, like a physical, and it would be a rare thing. Oh, man, that's dope. I like that. Yeah, it's a rare because now you can't really get a lot of physical CDs. So that would be like a physical that you can go to the store, cop it. Um, it's good thinking, man. Yeah, and then he had like a lot of ideas for the store that was way ahead of what everybody else mm-hmm. was doing. So uh, it's good that his brother's kind of taking on everything and then executing everything uh, the way it's supposed to. So his kids are set for life. Uh, they also He also mentioned how Puma, uh, Puma, when uh, when Nipsey did the deal with Puma, he did it on his terms. That's how Nipsey always did his deals. He did it on his terms. So when he did the deal with Puma, it's like limited releases of clothing. So it's not like just releasing a bunch of clothing, let people buy as much as they want, blah, blah, blah. Limited rare releases. What the hell is going on? <laughs> what is that sound? Oh, probably out on the rooftop animals. Yeah. Yeah, you can not hear. Animal. They heard like wheels. Unless somebody's messing with the rooftop up there. I don't know. I heard some shit. Fairly loud, especially on this. Yeah. Or if it just collapses. Oh, if it does, we're fucked. I'll get that on video viral uh, moment. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, anyways, right. uh, Nipsey, Puma, the deal. Uh, after Nipsey passed away, they did a deal where now every time they do a release with Puma, all the money goes into the his kids' trust funds. So Puma is still still working with them, doing their thing. Yeah, that's one hell of a deal. So yeah, their kids when they turn eighteen, they're gonna have hundreds of millions easily uh, stacked up, um, which is exactly how it's supposed to be. I wonder how long now the the when how long the deal will last because of he's not. I'm sure for a couple more years. There's nothing more to. He's not available anymore to come up with new ideas. Yeah, but the person the person Nipsey chose to design the stuff, he's still involved. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure. They can just kind of look off of what Nipsey's taste was like, and then they can kind of, yeah, you know, it's not going to be one hundred percent Nipsey, but well, of course, yeah, it's going to be tasteful. He said it's going to be like we're gonna we're not just here to release stuff. We're, we're going to drop that's certain. Good. They're not rushing through it. And they don't rush nothing. That's that's the fucking beautiful thing. Yeah, they haven't rushed nothing. They don't give a fuck. We haven't got shit this whole yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. They're taking their sweet time executing properly, and that's it. I remember when Nipsey was alive, though, he said, he said, sometimes I wish I didn't do that because if I take too much time, there's people that are dying like they were my friends because I was taking too long to do something. So he's talking about Fats. Fats was the guy in the racks in the middle he was talking about. Um, He said, if I would have probably pushed more quicker with the label thing, I could have, you know, we could have been out of that situation a lot quicker. Yeah. And then, he, you know, he probably would have been alive. But, I mean, you can't think. That's what they say timing is. Yeah. So, I mean, it just is what it is. Sometimes things work out. Sometimes they don't. But. Uh, definitely smart to take your time and execute. I like that. It's very smart of him. And we get something perfect. Good yeah. quality. Ja Rule. Ja Rule, baby. So, Melly Mel, man, he's been having hell of headlines every time. This guy's been... Yeah, he's been... He's re- reignited his career. Um, 
So, of course, the interview, the art of dialogue, he said this, and this caught Ja Rule's attention, and then he obviously said shots at 50, so uh, let's go over what, what Melly Mel said. He said, a lot of rappers could be better rappers if they stop rapping like everybody else. What is it that you need to say? You could be that guy that made a song about a pool party, but you fucked around and listened to Meek Mill and went and went and you fucked around and did some dumb shit. It's just like when 50 was doing this shit and then when Ja Rule, and that was probably one of his last big records, uh, New York, the record. So basically what he's saying is a lot of these rappers, they follow different people's styles. And when instead you could have just made a song about, like you said, a pool party. And instead, you choose to rap like Meek Mill and do dumb gangster shit. And same with Ja Rule. Yeah, he's saying basically Changing 50. Yeah, he's like shit. 50 was doing this shit. And then when Ja came, he started doing. Uh, doing. He continued. He said it. Uh, if he would have just made that record a pure New York record, he's talking about Ja Rule's New York track, it would have been a way bigger record. But he went the route of trying to sound hard because 50 Cent sounded hard. And it was still a good record. But I'm just saying, if you would have made it a pure New York record, like how Jay Z did with his New York record, you know, it would have been a bigger record. See what I'm saying? But he went, if he would have went the same same lines as that Jay-Z track. So the point is, I'm saying, is that consciousness does have its place in hip-hop, but everybody is too scared about not being hard, and that's the destruction of the whole game. I do agree with that, though. No, he's just not. He's not lying about me. It's wild, too. One of the person we interviewed for the Give It Your Trying documentary, I'm not going to say his name, he said the same thing. Uh, he said the same thing. Had Ja Rule just stayed in his lane, yep. he would have been making hit records, continuing on. It would have been good. Yeah. Because uh, hot records, number one, technically you're winning. Even though you, you are, yeah. Even though, but at that time, here's the thing. This yeah. is, we look at it right now and we're I like, know. it makes sense. But at that time, it was all gangster rappers. And if you weren't a gangster rapper, people will clown you. Drake, Drake and Kanye changed that. When Kanye beat 50, Kanye's style became cool, being chill, backpack, you know, being cool about fashion. And then Drake, you got a guy from... Canada, that used to be a wheelchair Jimmy actor, like a wheelchair actor, yeah. out of nowhere become the hottest. So that changed a lot of things, you know. Yeah. If Ja Rule blew up, like, around Drake and, you know, then he would have been fine. That's what I'm saying. I'm not mad at Ja Rule, what he did. It's that time, that era was just, you know. Yeah, but he was winning with that shit, man. I would just gone was, with he that. He was on fire. I would have ignored 50. I would have been like, yo, whatever. If you think I'm a bitch, I'm, look at the money I'm making. Look at the records. You're not putting up yeah. number ones like this. That's what I would have said. Yeah. I'd have been like, Ross, check the scoreboard. <laughs> like how you yeah. said. Yeah. <laughs> John Wu would have been like, yeah, check the scoreboard. Oh, Monica. Yeah, so uh, I do agree with him on here. And then Ja Rule caught up, TMZ caught up with Ja Rule. And this is what Ja Rule said. Melly Mel's earned the right to say whatever he wants about me copying 50. Uh, no, no, he said, Melly Mel's earned the right to say whatever he wants, but me copying 50 is like the funniest shit ever because 50 copied me. I was his blueprint. But other than that, my New York record was huge, humongous, one of the biggest New York records to date. That's funny when he says huge, humongous, because that's like something Donald Trump would say. It sounds like a Donald Trump quote. My, my record was huge, humongous, one of the huge. biggest records to date. It just sounds exactly like something that Donald Trump... Anyways, Empire State of Mind is a huge record as well, but they're different. Mine is a street anthem. Empire State of Mind is like a big commercial record with Alicia Keys and Jay-Z. Mine is me, Fat Joe, and Jadakiss. It's gutter. I do agree with that. Mm -hmm. Jay-Z was going more for the commercial New York record. 100%, yeah. I like, personally, Ja Rule's record better than No, no, Jay -Z's. it's fire, bro. That yeah, record is fire. Yeah, like I, that, 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 that track, and as much as people, probably even 50 Cent fans, don't want to admit it, I admit it because I even admitted it in the documentary, was that 
that was resurrecting J- ja Rule's career. That was resurrecting his career. And this was in 2004 yeah. after 50 destroyed, quote-unquote, because I think 50 gets too much credit in destroying Ja Rule. Really, what a lot happened is because 50 was beefing with him, yes, that did fuck up his career. But then you had Eminem get involved. Then you had the FBI taking down their whole record label because of conspiracies. So how are you going to fight against that? It's like you have the two yeah. hottest rappers in the world going at you, and then you got to fight the IRS, government, FBI. There's no way you're going to It was just unfortunate, that. man. It was just... Bad timing of events yeah. for everything. Yeah. But I do, that record was building uh, Ja Rule's buzz. Now it, make, it does make sense why 50 went at you know Fat Joe and Jadakus because he was like, damn, they're making a hot record again. And I'm sure 50, if, he, if you ask 50 to admit it, you'd say that's a hot record. 50 always, 50 always admits, even to his enemies, if he has a hot track. He's yeah, always yeah. done that. He's I mean, never you got been a to hater. feel real gangster. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, but for Ja Rule to say that 50 copied him, and I don't know where this narrative, I don't know where this narrative comes from. Because here, here's how people, this is, this is why people say this shit, that 50 copied Ja Rule. This is why exactly why they say it. The reason why they say it is because 50 started doing pop records and Candy Shop, 21 Questions. But here's the difference. Ja Rule was trying to sing his songs. 50 wasn't. 50 had Olivia. 50 had Nate Dogg. He wasn't, oh, put it on me. He was That's not true, doing that. Man. That's the difference. that Everybody misses and completely throws out the window. Ja Rule is trying to sing his songs. 50 wasn't. Now, did they have the same love records? Yeah. yeah. You need love records, and, and you just have I mean, to have that. Plus, the labels get involved. Like, hey, man, you can't have just all gangster records. Yeah. One through 20. So... That's the difference. So when, when even when Ja Rule says he took my blueprint, no, he didn't. He wasn't trying to sing records. Your blueprint isn't isn't love songs. That's not your blueprint. You didn't create that. Singing, you could say my blueprint was trying to sing on records, and then Drake followed that. Chameleonaire did it. A lot of rappers now do it. Now it's like okay, you could say a lot of the music industry now is trying to do the same thing. But Fifty was not trying to sing on records. There's not a single track. Fifty does have melodic hooks, but he's not trying to hold notes. That's, there's the difference, and a lot of people don't know that difference. I think Ja Rule knows that, but he just, at that moment, didn't get the chance to really say that. No, I, I'm not even speaking just on Ja Rule. I'm speaking yeah. about a lot of people say that. They're like, oh, 50 stole Ja Rule's hole. No, he didn't. That's not that's two different shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I personally don't see where he stole it from. On Candy Shop, he's not trying to, I'll take you to the candy shop. He's not trying to hold a record and, you know, trying to sing it. He's not doing any of that. I'll take you to the candy shop. Dun, dun, that's it. Like that's not, a gangster way of singing. Yeah, so that's not singing, though. Yeah. Singing is holding notes, and Ja Rule is trying to hold notes. Baby girl, put it on me. That's holding a note on me. He's trying to, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So that's what I mean. It's shit like that. That's, there's a difference between that, and people never, never acknowledge Ja Rule, pull up, man. Yeah, I would love to talk to Ja Rule. Ja Rule's, I think Ja, I, mean, I think Ja Rule. Ja Rule's a legend. I don't know why people yeah, don't, nah, he, you know. What? I think to, to clown him and be like, I yeah. like Ja Rule at the time. I was Everybody was bumping Ja Rule, bro. Even though 50 gangster shit was going on. And, but I, after listening to the record, I'll be like, man, fuck you, dog. <laughs> nah, nah. I'm just playing. No, nah, no, nah, I mean, I think both nah, are. I, I still was listening to his record, bro. That guy was on fire, too. You can't. Nah, nah, anybody nah, anybody. says that he sucks. Uh, he, was nah, beating, he was beating your guys' Jay-Z that everybody loves. Stop. Washing him. He was on fire. He was number one at the time. Besides Eminem, obviously. Eminem was overshadowed. What everybody. is he from, like, 2001 he's, he was on fire? You want to say from 99 to 2002. Oh, okay. So you want to give about two to three years. Not 2003? That's when 50 kind of came and just... Yeah, you know, you didn't have a hit record in 2003. Well, you didn't have one. 50 kind of just did his thing. And then 2004, he came with New York, and then he came with that R. Kelly record. 
oh, 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 yeah. yeah, so that came out in 2004, too. I remember when he dropped that record with Wayne. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, I just, uh-oh. I, don't, I don't know what it is about that record. Oh, I, I was just like, what the fuck is Ja Rule? No, no, 50, do? 50 trolled him. Because was that like, was a time when Wayne and 50 were kind of, yeah, you know. I mean, he got the so hottest. So he, he was trying to do that. Back, yeah. yeah, he was trying to do the same <laughs> shit he was doing with uh, New York record, trying to bring another hot artist. Yeah. Make another kind of. Uh, 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 50 was like, he saw me coming. 50 was like, that's a fire record. No, no, it's fire. 50 trolled and was like, he saw us coming, so that's why he's saying, uh oh. I'm scared. No, I enjoyed the track. 911, it's emergency. Call Officer Ricky. This guy. Let me, what's that beat? Let me see that beat is fire. I need life alert. I gotta hear that beat. I forgot about the beat. <laughs> yeah. Are you fart? Make me. Yeah, Jaru. Hey, Weezy baby. Anyways, yeah. That shit go hard. No, Wayne killed it. Yeah, I'm afraid. That's actually an underrated Wayne verse. <laughs> yeah, man, he like two quarters. Anyways, Wayne's been on fire since that yeah. time. So, Do I, Wayne was Wayne's run is bro. I could not talk shit to nobody that loved Wayne. Like, but here's the thing about Wayne. Do it, this is my problem. Eminem, Eminem. <laughs> what? Oh, go ahead. My problem was like, I didn't want to admit. I didn't want to admit at the time because I was such a Fifty fan that yeah, I didn't want to admit. Me it. too. Yeah, I was listening to Wayne. I was like, "Fuck, man, this guy is on fire." Oh, that guy was. But I was like, "Fuck this guy," because everybody's going on him like, "Oh, Wayne, Wayne, Wayne." Uh, Wayne was the shit. No, no. Once I heard no ceilings, I was like, "All right, this guy." No, I can't. There's nothing I can. Fire say. those years. Yeah, it took a while for me to for for me to admit. When it. I noticed Wayne, like, like I I knew him a, a little bit too before 2006, but 2006. When they drive the Berman and uh, like my father, like my son. From there, I just started all right, listening to this guy a lot more. Yeah, once yeah, no. that album dropped. No, we always heard of Wayne, and, then, and we yeah. bumped records here and there. Well, but Manny like fresh, all the t- yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. But, but it's just I wasn't a, that fan. Yeah, once, but when that album dropped, I was like, damn, I like this shit because they were on the motorcycles and all the mixtapes like too, and then the mixtapes, and then and then everybody was talking about Wayne nonstop, like dude, Tafili nonstop. He blew out his speakers because of Lil Wayne music. No, what I hated was that people were just like dismissing other rappers when it came to Wayne. Everybody's like, oh, this 50 ain't hot. Eminem is not this hot. I'm like, bro, you guys yeah. have no idea how big. That's how crazy it was. And it, this was one of the, I remember this conversation was the dumbest conversations. I think I was in the eighth grade or ninth grade. I was arguing hip hop with somebody. This this person was like, Wayne's the only artist ever to sell a million personally. oh my god everybody will say that i was like what are you what? talking about i was yeah. like and I, I pulled up i, I luckily s- when he said this luckily i had a computer right in front of me because i didn't you know at the time we didn't have iphones or anything yeah, so i couldn't go so i had a computer right in front of me i was like all right you, that's what you're saying i just pulled up 50 cents the massacre 1.15 million sold i pulled up eminem's uh marshmallows 1.78 million he's like you're just sitting there frozen i was like what are you so what are you talking about bro yeah. like, this, wayne's not the only one to do a million copies first week that's the problem. It's like a lot. I, of, I think just why, newer kids that don't know hip hop. No, no, no. I, I think it was just the internet was kind of getting out there, and it was just being on, you know, all over TV, and you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but if you're because in 2003, like it wasn't really like, but it was the, just like yeah. But TV. this is what I mean is the people I was arguing with are not real hip hop heads because they didn't even know that. Oh, those guys were not. Yeah, yeah they yeah. don't. They don't oh, like like I knew my history. I knew what I was fuck I was talking about. Now, did I did I say you know, 
Did I say Wayne is trash and this and that? Yeah, I probably said that, but that's just because of I liked yeah. 50M and that, that side, and they're slowly far. M was like on drugs, and I never heard of him at the time when Wayne was popping. Yeah. So then 50s just kind of got beat by Kanye, so it's like, fuck. And then that's what I mean. Everything was going against <laughs> them, and it was just Wayne, Wayne, Wayne. And then Drake came, and I was like, all right, this is... You can't. Once Drake and Nicki Minaj and Young yeah, Money, then, then it was just. I was like, like all right, fifty. You have all it, you guys gone. have it. I, yeah. was, I was zipping my lip at that point. That's <laughs> over. But yeah, it was an interesting conversation at the time. I know, it was. It was crazy. Wayne I, definitely. I, I missed those times. Yeah, insane. Wayne had a hell of a run <laughs> Easy, too. Baby, I'm doing. He was killing. It. Oh, here, here's a good question. Oh, geez. might as well. Might as well add this in there. Kevin Gates. Yeah. Uh, if you could revive one rapper to their prime, who would it be? Wow. Like right in their prime. You can get them again. Uh, and here here were the, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can find the, uh, the actual photos. Yeah, we have to go off these photos. I like doing, like, the photos. Just to, We have yeah. to go off this. We can't go off anything else. So let me see if I can find it. But think about that. One artist you could revive in their prime, who would it be in their prime? And you actually like, yeah, see it, be there. Yeah, like they wow. they they dominate again. They come back in their prime and they're dominating. That they're the best right there at the point. And there's a lot of missed in the prime. Not really. No, because I was, I was kind of young. But here, here's the, let me find the photo. Um, that would be dope. Gee, man, we ain't here, but man. I would would have to look at okay his pictures. I can't find it for some reason. Well, somebody made a list like that. No, I just put okay. Oh. The photos that they put, I remember, was Jay Z, Eminem, Kanye, Fifty, uh, Tupac. No, Jay Z, Eminem, Kanye, Fifty, and Lil Wayne. Those are the five. Are we doing just one or like a list in order or what? No, just one. I mean, I already know. I, I think. Yeah, I mean, you already know what I know. <laughs> so, um, but definitely. To be honest, like, I think who I, I would pick. Of course, it'd be fifty. But <laughs> I was just it, <laughs> no, because the problem is like I was I was paying attention at the time, but I always wanted to go to his concerts. I always wanted to like get more out of it, but I couldn't because we didn't have access to to do that. That's you know, true, we're like yeah. fresh in the United States, yeah, yeah, that, basically. Yeah. You know, we didn't have money. We were young. I, I loved um, all of them. I grew up on those. That guy. All of them in their prime were really good. Yeah, I oh, think Kanye was yeah. a fucking spectacular. In his but prime. I would choose first and to see it would be Tupac. Just to, just yeah, but feel. Pac wasn't on the list. But yeah, Pac. Yeah, Pac. Yeah. I mean, he's dead. Very interesting. I'm talking about right now in the prime. I mean, who you can get because they're still they can still make music. All these people that are on the list. Yeah, I mean, of course you already know fifty. Uh, second, I need that's a second with. Wayne, man, that, that, that's how you got Wayne, you got Eminem, Jay Z, Kanye in their prime. We have to be between M and Wayne. Yeah, yeah M sure. and Wayne, but I can't. I think probably Eminem. Yeah, I know. Eminem's just very <laughs> priceless. We're so like shady. And then after that would be. <laughs> I know it is what it is. I mean, yeah, I, I that's, that's what, the, what do you want me to do? Yeah, I know. Well, at least we're well, honest. At least on this. Up, at least on this platform, we're not trying to hide anything. Because there's platforms that'd be bullshitting and lying to you guys. Yeah. They'd be like, "Oh, I'm not really." When they are, you can tell one million percent. They just don't. At least I don't hide it. I'm honest with it. But I'm not. Also, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not biased. Like I don't. 
If, 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 if 50 does something or he releases music that is trash, I will say it's garbage. Yeah. Like I've always said that. And there is a moment in 2000, 2010 to 2013 where he was exploring that EDM bullshit. Oh, God. And it was garbage. All that shit was garbage. That, I'm glad that album never came out. 50, that was the greatest music decision of his career to not release that Black Magic album. He called it Black Magic and it was supposed to come out. Yeah. I'm glad that never came out. He had some of the worst music ever in his career. <laughs> yeah, he, time. I don't know what the hell he was thinking. Yeah, so in I 50, think he was just trying to... He's trying to copy new. the time, and that's yeah. you don't win like that. Don't ever do that. And Fifty knows that, that that's not the right way. But anyways, yeah, I would choose f- obviously Fifty to me, bro. Uh, for a me, get rich, no. another get rich of Fifty. I'm not. I don't give a fuck who. Yeah. That's your prime, dog. I want huh? another. If I get another Tell get him. rich, nah, bro. Yeah. That's that. That's prime. I don't want alive. It would be Fifty M Wayne. Those are my top three. Yeah, of course, Fifty. Yeah, and I, then I after that, I think for me, uh, would be Ti. Two. Yeah. yeah. T.I. was. Yeah. I remember T.I. DMX in his prime would be amazing. Oh, my uh, God. Take take, take lots, that back. Take yeah, that back. Lots, there's a I, lot. I, I would put DMX in there. There's prime. a lot of rappers if they went back Holy to the prime. Holy shit. I need to think about this. Hold on. <laughs> I'm tripping. Yeah, there's a lot of good artists. Back to ja, news. Ja, ja Rule 2. Ja, rules, ja, put it on, man. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I would. You know what I want? Dr. Dre in his prime because that benefits everybody. Yeah, I want Dr. Dre back in his prime. Yeah. That would benefit everybody because everybody would everybody. eat off that. He would everybody put would 50 back. Yeah, exactly. Back. You would get the whole pack. Yeah, exactly. Fuck so this I, list. I gotta, I'm putting Dre. <laughs> yeah. I you. got a Chico, Dr. Dre. It's <laughs> back shake, in his prime. Head. So, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Dre, 100%. 100%. Dr. Dre, yeah. 100%. I get a whole package with that. Man. That's an exclusive deal. Yeah. Priceless. All right, uh, 50 is dealing with a $1 billion power lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of money. Yeah, man. so that shit made me. Let's uh, let's talk about it. Sad, bro. Fifty breath. has reached a new mediation stage of the one billion lawsuit filed against him by an ex drug lord over his power series. So there is an ex drug lord that claims that the idea was taken from him. Sued him for a billion. Look what Fifty did. Fifty is a fucking scary motherfucker. This is why you don't fuck with Fifty. <laughs> this is exactly why you don't fuck with them. I'm not saying he did this. This is allegedly. This right. is what's out there. I just want to make it very clear. Let's go over the article. According to All Hip Hop, it looks like the Queen's bred mogul will face off with the former drug kingpin Corey Ghost Holland Senior in May. So that's what that's what his drug name was. Ghost. He's saying power took his thing. Mm. Uh, when the pair are scheduled to appear at the mediation conference together in 2021. Holland filed a lawsuit that alleged 50 Cent and fellow executive producer Courtney Kemp stole the idea for power from his actual life. Reportedly, Holland's relationship with Kemp's father stretches back to the 1990s. He claims the two remained in touch until 2007 when Holland allegedly mailed a CD he made for at-risk youth to Kemp's father. This is Courtney Kemp, who's the writer of power, father which included a cautionary tale about his own life as a drug dealer. Holland claims power producers have based at least 200 scenes on his life. And now he believes he, and on his life. And now he believes his life is in danger. And this is why the ex drug dealer believes his life is in danger. He's also accused the unit mogul 50 and his associates of bullying and claims they've made threats on his life. Holland has said that 50 Cent has thrown a lot of subliminal shots at him in the five months since he filed the lawsuit. Last September, Holland filed a motion to legally protect his interests and his family and his legal justification if violence becomes necessary to protect him and his family. Uh, Earlier this month, Holland claimed in court that 50 Cent visited his house on two occasions in an effort to intimidate him. 
He claimed the entourage were armed and said it was clear 50 Cent wanted to confront him. <laughs> so his, he's saying 50 pulled up to his house on two different times with armed that? security confronting him about the lawsuit. He said he's scared for his life because of that. Holland wants to address this matter now and hopefully have it seized before someone loses their life, the legal, the legal documents read. Holland wants to keep this fight in court, but is not afraid in any kind of way of any other kind of confrontation with anyone. Uh, they continued a few days later, 50 Cent shows up about half a mile from plaintiff's home, which is Holland's home. The plaintiff sees the same truck that pulled into his driveway at the 50 Cent event. So plaintiff realizes it was either defendant Jackson or his entourage who decided to pull up. When you're looking for confrontation, Your Honor, this is what people say nowadays. Up to this point, plaintiff had ignored a lot of the subliminal attacks on him online, but now 50 is bringing the drama right to the plaintiff's front yard. The documents added, so plaintiff responded to 50 Cent the way any normal person would respond to a possible threat. Plaintiff prepared himself for whatever was going to happen. So, yeah, he's alleging 50 pulled up at his house. You think this is true? Threatened him. Now, this is a legend, by the way, so I don't know if it's true or not. But 50s, but he's known I've looked at documents and 50 in court when he was dealing with Jimmy Henchman, they put a dead rat, 50s crew put a dead rat in front of Jen, Jimmy Henchman's house. That's the court documents. Threatening <laughs> that they're going to kill him. Dead rat, because he's a rat, he's a snitch. That something happens because Jimmy Henchman killed one of 50s uh, guys, Maserati Fox. Uh no, no, Maserati Fox, not Maserati Fox. Uh, one of Maserati Fox's homies and Tony Ayo's homies got killed in the whole situation. Yeah, but that scenario was way different from something like this. Yeah, but I mean, if 50 can put a dead rat in front of somebody's house, intimidate somebody like that, you know. But I don't know. <laughs> that, that time, though, he, I believe it, like, you know, because he was fucking insane. That time he was. <laughs> that was 2007, so yeah. yeah he still was fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, now... I'm not saying that he wouldn't do it. He'll, like, he'll confront people. He's done it. You know, he's done it at the basketball game. He's done it, you know. Yeah. I mean, a billion-dollar lawsuit and try to – because if he wins that lawsuit, that could destroy billion. a lot. A one billion, he filed a lawsuit. Yeah. One billion. He's not going to win one billion. That's not going to happen. Yeah. The chances of him winning winning one billion – he just did a billion, so, like, if he wins, it's like 50 million or something, some crazy yeah. number. That's why. Usually when you sue, you sue really high up because you want to hope you can go for that. But then they'll settle it and be like, oh, we'll give you $50 million, which is like, who gives a fuck? I got $50 million. So um, I don't know any of this if this is true or not. Don't ask yeah. me because I know a lot of you guys ask me, hey, do you know about yeah. I don't know. Yeah, about, well, what's up, man? Yeah, like everybody thinks I got this inside story of, of, I don't know. I have no idea. Could I see 50 doing something like that? In the past, yes. Like you're saying now? Yeah. Nah, he seems like a chill I don't. I don't know. I'm not no, saying. He still looks crazy. Nah, no, no, I'm not saying he's not capable of this type of yeah, stuff because he still don't, is. Don't get it twisted, but. It just, it's crazy. This, hearing this is like insane. Wow. So, uh, yeah, there's, like I said, man, there's only one of 150 in the world. You're never going to get anybody like this in the music industry ever again. This guy was really about every single, there, there isn't a single story of him out there that says, oh, he wasn't a gangster. He wasn't this. He wasn't that. Mm -hmm. He's always, even the people that have hated him. I remember Game when he was beefing him. He's like, I don't believe Ye or Banks are gangster, but 50 is like, he's capable of it. Yeah. He's even course, said that. Because you know, he's got everybody, money, even Fat power, Joe. When he's Fat got Joe. Power, he's got money and he's got intimidation. Yeah. When Fat Joe was beefing with yeah. him, Fat Joe was like, man, we were two crazy motherfuckers. It was going to get crazy because he was like, I'm crazy and 50's crazy. He's like, it's going to get somewhere. Yeah. So everybody is aware of what 50's capable of besides Ja Rule because Ja Rule will never give it to him. <laughs> he's the victim. Ja Rule always says he's the victim. He got shot, stabbed, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so um, I'm sorry, Ja Rule. 
but yeah, a crazy story. We'll keep our eye on this. Uh, all of this is alleged, so none of it's yeah, none of it's we, confirmed or anything. Uh, Yayo, funny story. Yayo, yeah. uh, he was on Vlad, and they talked about uh, Fifty and him being on tour with Nas, and uh, that guy who's drinking Ciroc is gonna be out of his mind. <laughs> oh God, damn that guy, man! You drunk as fuck. Yeah, no, no, I don't know why. I don't know how this. A lot of this became into a Fifty episode. <laughs> God damn, boy, you've been sick. <laughs> Holy shit. I might have to give take some from you, man. Yeah. I don't want you to give alcohol poisoning. Yeah, so Yayo was talking about going on tour with Nas. And this is the funniest shit ever. Yayo thought like Nas had was, was going to have bad bitches on tour and it was going to be a party and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This is what he said. He said, I thought it was going to be a lot of weed smoking, like bitches on the bus, but Nas was reading books and shit. <laughs> Like, I'm going, I'm going up from Illmatic. I'm an addict for sneakers, twenties of Buddhas and bitches with beepers. So he's like, I'm going off his albums. You know what he's saying? <laughs> yeah. So I thought we was going to be smoking Halloween and bitches be going running through that shit. But he was like a laid back cat reading books and shit. So I was just like, that's nice. This motherfucker's reading books and shit. He really wasn't smoking too much weed on the bus. That was more of jungle on them. But Nas is one of them smart motherfuckers. And I see how he come with lines, meaning the rap bars. I see how he mm. does that. But that's just, yeah. That is hilarious that, like, <laughs> yeah, you're expecting something from a rapper based off of what he's and rapping about, and then he's a totally different person. <laughs> totally different. Yeah, reading books on tour. That, that is, will throw you off, man. That is dope, though. Reading books yeah. on tour is not a bad thing at all. No, no. Shout out to Nas. And that's why Nas can rap, one of the best rappers, because you read books. That's the thing, too. It, yeah. That, I, what was the, when someone responded to him, it was like, it was a, <clears throat> made common sense. I said, every rapper should read the encyclopedia. Because that way you have every, you have you know what every word means, mm-hmm. and dude, if you if you if you know every word, imagine how good your raps are gonna get. Yeah, like that's a number one thing. If you're a rapper, like read the encyclopedia, learn your vocabulary, expand it. Because that's what Eminem said he did. Yeah, and everybody should be doing it. Like it should yeah. be a normal thing to do. Oh, that's um, true. That's man. why Nas reading books it helped them. Books too, they give you knowledge in a lot of things. So when you rap, you can rap about history. You can rap about whatever the fuck you want. You know, true. And you can rhyme shit that nobody else can rhyme. So. Yeah, you increase your thought process. A lot, and you can get a lot of different stuff. Birdman. Stunner man. What they saying about Birdman? Birdman went on, and of course he removed it, so I screenshotted it, you know, like I always do, because I know a lot of these rappers just end up forgetting to do that. Removing stuff. Uh, SMS, get the mess. SMS, get the mess. So Birdman talked about the CEO list. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he went on a whole rant again. So he posted the billboard. You know, the list of billboard top 50 rappers. He said... Billboard, I see what y'all did with 10 best rappers, which is well-respected. But what about the CEO who made the way for these rappers to be superstars? Fought the battle behind doors so they can be superstars. Put some respect on my name and stop playing with me. I'm the best to ever do it. Nothing but love for all the CEOs ever in 50 years of hip-hop. We held it down. Cash money, rich gang, stunt man, the best ever. The GOAT maker, I do it for Miss Gladys. Don't lie. <laughs> GOAT, bunch of cash money. <laughs> yeah, Science. I love that shit. Every time I see that, I get excited. So that's what he said, and then he followed it up with that top 10 list that we saw. He said, from QC, P from QC should be second, no doubt, no shade, just being real gangsta, CMRG, my opinion. So uh, the Earn Your Leisure, they did their own CEO list, which we thought about doing, which we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put Birdman at number one. They put Diddy at number two. Put Jay-Z at number three. Number four, Dr. Dre. And then number five, Russell Simmons. Number six, Master P. Number seven, L.A. Reid. Number eight, Dame Dash. Number nine, Jermaine Dupri. Number ten, Suge Knight. 
UC is not there. Yeah, that's why Berman was like, why isn't Pew? He should be number two, no doubt. Yeah, he should be on the top 10, 100%. This list, to me, is not accurate. I put Dr. Dre number it's one. decent. I put Dr. Dre number one. Dr. Dre should not be number four. Look at what Dr. Dre right, right, no, no. has done. Like, nah. Like, yeah, Berman, Berman's that. there. Yeah, Berman's there, but Dr. Dre, what he has done, nobody's even come close. The fact that Dr. Dre is number four. And the, here's the thing, too. Dr. Dre is a billionaire. Let's let's get that clear. Mm-hmm. So he is a billionaire, one million percent. We don't know if Berman's a billionaire. There's no confirmation. What is net? Well, let's just Google it. I'm Man. sure it's inaccurate, but uh, I'm that, sure it's like four hundred million. A billionaire too. I just, I'm just, I'm just. It's probably like four hundred million, five hundred, four hundred, three hundred, whatever. It says one hundred fifty million. That's so I doubt that that's true. I give him about four hundred million. Yeah. So Man. he's not a billionaire. Okay. I give him about four hundred million. Dr. Dre's a billionaire. Diddy's a billionaire. Jay Z's a billionaire. Everybody else on here ain't billionaires on this list. So Dr. Dre, just just off, because a CEO is somebody who makes money, who gets the job done. Yeah. That's the job of a CEO. So we have to look at money here, too. We can't just look at music and okay. this. So Dr. Dre, from 19, I want to say 88, 89, NWA, Eazy-E, Ice Cube. That's already two legendary ones. NWA is a group, legendary. Then you got Snoop Dogg. Coming out, legendary, Snoop. Then, Suge Knight, Tupac, comes up out of that too. That's the help of Dr. Dre as well. Then that all crumbles, rebuilds it, brings Eminem, which we know is one of the biggest selling of all time. Eminem brings on 50. Dr. Dre is involved in that. 50 comes out. Game, Kendrick, G-Unit, Shady Aftermath, all that. That whole run has brought out, you, you can say, four legends. You could say probably five if you want, because Ice Cube. Actually, you could say almost six. So you got Dr. Dre, Easy E, Ice Cube, Snoop, M, Fifty. That's six legends. Yep. Now, if you want to throw Game and Kendrick in there, that's what is it? Eight. Mm-hmm. So yeah. eight potential legends came out of this. Eight. Now we're talking legends. I'm not like when you guys say legends. I'm talking like. This motherfucker can go from America to the slums of anywhere and be recognized. That's a legend. Snoop can do that. M can do that. 50 can do that. Dre can do that. Easy E already has done that, even though he's died. He's all over the fucking world. Everybody knows Easy E. Ice Cube can do that too. Ice Cube is all over the fucking yeah, globe. Yeah. That's six uh, confirmed. Now, Game and Kendrick, you can say, okay, I don't know. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe yeah. Yes. Right now, Kendrick hasn't reached that. He's going to. There's a potential he could. But Game is. Game's Pretty there. Big worldwide too, man. Yeah, but I think I think game isn't yeah, yeah. at like yeah, but those not, levels. Not at those levels, hundred yeah. percent. So that's six legends. What is Birdman legend wise? <laughs> so you got he brought the birds. But out of cash money, who do you who do you like? Who do you? Manny Fresh is not up there. Uh, no, no, Lil not, Wayne is there. We got Wayne, Drake, Nicki. Juvenile's not up there. You can't Juvenile, put. Yeah, you yeah. can't put. That's what I mean. It's like a lot of these people are not at the level of what Dr. Dre has done. So, to me, if I would do my list, Dre is number one, one million percent. I can't but, see Jay-Z topping that. I can't see Diddy topping that. I can't see nobody topping that. Yeah, but look at um, Berman's since the 90s. Longevity. Is longevity. Yeah. And he's had his hand on, like, everybody's career. Wayne, Drake's, Nikki, Tyga. No, even held 50 and Berman early on. 50 helped, yeah, like, you know. So, he he's... So Howard, that's 
what we, what we're gonna do is we're gonna break it down criteria wise. We got that's what we gotta do is give people our criteria to go off of. Because if you don't have a criteria, we don't know. We can just say all oh, this, 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 and then. Because if you look at it, Gucci, look how much Gucci has put on. How many artists he's he's had a hand in helping. Like if you look at his, his is a whole. But he just hasn't signed them. That's the only thing. He's he's like like Birdman says. It's it's a big thing when you sign somebody, and you put your money exactly in it to make the artist yeah. blow and become successful. Yeah. That's a CEO. So yeah, you know so. We're definitely going to make our list, but Birdman responded saying he thinks QC, P from QC, should be on number two. I disagree. Nah, he's tripping on that. Yeah, he is. I think he's just thinking right now at this moment, which they've done with that little baby. relevant? Lil, yeah. Little baby, little Yachty, recent? Migos. Yeah. Uh, I think the, what's 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 the girls? Uh, forget those girls' names. Uh, Fuck, man. I would, it's uh, City Girls, I think. City Girls City or some girl? shit like that. City Girls, yeah. Quality control music. It's City Girls, I think, yeah. I I've, I would be surprised if I got that wrong. Yeah, City Girls. So there you go. So you got you got yeah, Migos, Quavo, Lil Baby, City Girls, Lil Yachty. Those five right now are on fire. And then Cardi B signed under management. Yeah, yeah so good. that's what I mean. Right now, he does have, I mean, you have the Migos obviously now is done because somebody got killed. Um, you got Lil Baby, City Girls, yeah. and Lil Yachty. You should make like the top 10 list, like being number 10. Yeah, I think I think right now because he's the most relevant. Like, yeah, right now, all yeah. his artists are like. So, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll uh we'll make our own list, and people are gonna be really 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 upset. I don't give a shit. I don't give a this fuck. Is, this is we put Birdman number one. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I think they only put Birdman number one just to get reposted by Birdman. To get him talk. to talk. Yeah, that's all they did, bro. Yeah, that's all they did. And They know what they're doing. Nah, I'm not what gonna you do said, it for real, man. That's that's some real shit. Dre has done. And we'll, we'll, nobody's done that. You know what we're gonna do? Every episode, we're gonna break down why this person's at number one, or why this person's at number two, why this person because that's you have to explain the kind of situation of why. So we're gonna create our top ten list. We're going to start with number 10, though. Then we're going to go down. Okay. So. All right. Uh, Facts. Yeah. Continuing on. Patrick Beverly. This was interesting. Uh, he blames rap music for John Morant. Controversial behavior. So if you don't know who Patrick Beverly or John Morant is, they're both basketball players NBA, uh, in the NBA. John Morant right now has gotten into a lot of trouble because he was toting a gun on live, Instagram live. They suspended him. He's suspended for eight games. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth about, you know, should he be suspended more, blah, blah, blah. The reason why I'm talking about this is because I love the NBA and uh, I've been keeping track of a lot of this. But Patrick Beverly involved hip-hop into this, so now it makes sense to really talk about it. Uh, this is what Patrick Beverly said, and I I disagree with this, but uh, he said, Patrick Beverly believes hip-hop climate and music being digested by the youth plays a big role in people's actions. So he said, it's the music we listen to is a big is real big. It's the music we listen to. This person cannot type, man. Some of these articles just do not get it. It's the music we listen to. It's real big what the rappers are saying. They had is on here instead of it's. It's crazy to say this, but Charleston White was absolutely correct. The music we listen to and how that is the new brand. The music say, I keep pipe. I do this. I do that. That turns into, I need a pipe. A pipe meaning a gun. I think it's the music, man. I ain't bashing the music because I'm listening to that shit too. I'm not up at 9 a.m. listening to it, though. I'm game day listening to it. He continued. It's not part of my life. It's part of a lot of people, though, I know. Uh, so I can relate. My homie used to do that. My homie got locked up for doing that. Or my homie's in jail for doing that. Or my homie died from doing that. 
So he's blaming hip hop music for John Morant uh, sagging his pants. Who's saying that? Patrick Beverly. Okay. Uh, he was by the, he was now he's on the Chicago Bulls. He was with the Lakers this earlier this year. Um. So, yeah, he's blaming hip hop, saying because of hip hop, John Morant has grills in his mouth, has all these tattoos, is sagging his pants, wants to tote a gun on Instagram Live, all that. Mm-hmm. Uh now, John Morant lost his power power raid deal. He had a deal of power raid worth worth multi millions. Wow. Deal has been lost. We lost multi millions. Funny. This is not funny, obviously, because it sucks for the person, but it's funny that this happened. Enelie Choppa, the rapper, had a deal with Powerade and lost it because of what John Morant did. So now they don't want to work with no rapper at all Damn. because of John Morant's basketball shit that he did with a gun and toting. So he lost his deal. So imagine that you're getting fucked by somebody else's actions that's going on to you because Powerade doesn't want to deal with that bullshit. That sucks. Um, I disagree. Ja, ja Rule actually stepped in and a I think agreed with it because Ja Rule was like, um, um, he was like, yeah, that's that's the reason why hip hop is influencing. Yeah, he said Ja Morant is influenced by hip hop. Uh, uh, so Ja Rule is agreeing with the whole thing. Yeah, hip hop. I disagree. I don't think Ja. I I think because listen, we're me and you are both examples of listening to hip hop when we grow up. Mm-hmm. I've never toted a gun. I've never sagged my pants. I've never had grills in my mouth. Never wanted to get tattoos. Never thought about shooting somebody. Never thought about robbing. Never thought about none of that shit. None of that negative shit. It's all about who's around you when you're growing up. Yeah. You have a solid foundation of people. That's all it really is. I agree. I don't think it's music doesn't. Now, music can influence. Don't get me wrong. No, no, no. For sure. Oh, it yeah. can influence. But oh. to that level, to make you do dumb shit like that, nah, yeah. you need to have, like, the if crew. you don't have a solid foundation around you, then you're going to do dumb shit like that. thousand percent correct. Yeah, I was listening to this shit when I was six, seven years old, man. Yeah. Like, T.I., all those fucking rappers I was listening to. Yep. Did I ever want to tote guns, sell drugs, sag pants, grills my mouth, any of this gangster shit? No. Maybe a, a little bit, like, you know. Yeah, you like, joke you know, around, yeah, but like I wasn't that, like. That's nothing like. We weren't taking it to real life situations, and yeah, I remember we had yeah. aluminum foil we put as grills in my teeth, like as a kid. We did. Remember them aluminum foil? We, you know, because Nelly's grill song was. Oh huge. yeah. Yeah, you like put that. it like some some that shit. Was just like, like just trolling, joking trolling around like, as a kid. <laughs> like I don't know. I always put a bandana on my head. Yeah, like shit like that. We'd yeah. rap some of the verses yeah. just out of fun. It was just that, like shit like that. That's normal, bro. That's just, yeah. So you know. We were never, though, in our mind, we're like, oh, we're going to go rob somebody. We're going to tote guns. We're going to get tattoos on our face and because Lil Wayne got tattoos on our face. None of us have done that. We didn't get tattoos yeah. on our face because Wayne did. I don't got a single tattoo on my body. You don't have a single tattoo yeah. on your body. I but agree, I mean, though. If your circle, you know, it was that way and then they were doing it, of course, you probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's about right, influence. You're, you're influenced by the people you're around. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I mean. Is If you don't have a good, solid foundation, you're going to fuck up. So uh, let's get into new music. That's how companies succeed too, man. What do you mean? You know, Well, I'm just saying if they have a nice, solid foundation. Exactly. Yep. You know, you, you need that everywhere. the same mindset. Yep. You know, you need anyways. that everywhere. Uh, I was going to do album sales, but the thing is not popping up. My, it's just white on my screen. So I don't know. Their website's having some issues, so I can't see the album sales. But I'm sure uh, Morgan Wallen is like number one still. Um, let's see. 
I can't find the new music slot at all. Where's the new music? New music, new music, new music, new music. Friday. There's a lot of new music that came out. What we get? Dumb down. So this past Friday. Nope, I'm not seeing anything. Lil Mosey, new single, Flu Game. Um, Young Thug joins Lil Keelan Poshmas release All I Want to Know from the new album. Uh, Currency and Jermaine Dupree have delivered That's the first. Song. Yeah, they got a they got a they got a project together. It's coming out. First single is called uh, Nice Essence Feast. It's a joint project titled for motivational use only. I like that. Yeah. So. Usher got a new single called Glue, so Usher's trying to make his uh, comeback. Obviously, the Creepin' remix with Diddy. Black's got a new single, Fatal Attraction. Uh, Lil Pump got NBA Youngboy on his official comeback song, I Don't Mind, so that's interesting. Lil Pump managed to get NBA Youngboy. Uh, T.I. and Killer Mike got a song called What Happened to Atlanta. Uh, Glorilla and Lil Durk, X's remix. ESTG got his mixtape, uh, or his album out. So I gotta see what the fuck, cause that's that's been hyped up right now. ESTG's project, it's called Mad. Mad so, man. So yeah, check that out. I cannot for some reason right now. It's not none of it's popping up, but the album sales not there either. So uh, that's it for today's episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast. Vito's recording on his phone. Yeah. Uh, episode one eighty five. Selfie on it. Have an amazing night, day, whenever you're listening to Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, all the Apple all Music, it. YouTube, and huh. peace.